Welcome to the Dental Master Series podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Vandermolen. This podcast is dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself, both personally and professionally. Throughout this series, you'll have the opportunity to hear and learn from people who who have reached high levels of success in life and in dentistry. And these same people genuinely want you to be able to do the same. Um, I'm really honored again to be um, doing this podcast along with Dr. John Phillips. And uh, John and I are going to talk about, like the title uh, said, that, um, you know, getting back to work uh, after the COVID-19 quarantine. And and here it is um, May 4th. And uh, some states are just starting and, and John's just getting started. Uh, my state is Illinois. Right now we're looking at June 1st, so I'm a long ways off. And I'm interested to hear a lot about what John has to say in his experience. Um, and I've learned a lot from John already uh, about this. So, uh, John, welcome. And uh, thank you so much for spending the time to, uh, to help us uh, learn more about all this. I know you're super busy getting started all over again. You know, Matt, I'm, I'm very excited about tonight's call because it has a little bit of a different tone a little bit different heartbeat. And yes, I, I got out of my PPE hazmat suit and uh, just in time for this call. And so uh, very, very excited. Uh, you, you know, Matt, what, what do you do for a living? Let me ask you this. What, what do you do for a living? What, what, what do you, how would you, if somebody said, what do you do for a living? What would you say? Well, the quick answer is that I'm a dentist, but but the real answer is, uh, which I'm very proud of, is is that I help people. I, I build people. I, I um, to simply mm. put, I, I build people. Okay. I help them, and just like this podcast is, I'm very passionate about helping people become the best version of themselves. Absolutely, and that's what we do, and that's why uh, you and I decided that we might might do this series and keep it going for a little bit because if we can help. Uh, these guys listening, these these doctors listening, or possibly these doctors and their team, or the doctors and their team leaders. What we're going to talk about tonight is not perfect. What we're going to talk about tonight is is primarily my experience, uh, but but it's influenced by other people because you and I both know other people that have started up as well, and we've been brainstorming this for quite some time. But the reason I asked you what you do for a living is 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 I am very, very passionate about helping people, not just about beautiful margins, not just about pretty porcelain or beautiful enamel or, or really nice uh, bonded restorations, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm really, really passionate about helping people, no right. matter, no matter if it's dental implants or whatever. And, you know, a lot of you guys listening right now, are stuck in the mud and you have no traction. And Matt, I feel for you because a week ago we uh, we knew that the that the light was about to turn green and right. we would be taken off down the strip, getting after it. But for a lot of people, we we all have been in the mud, stuck, waiting and wondering. And during that time, you and I have done these podcasts because I'm passionate about dentistry. I love dentistry. And I just want to stop right now and let's let's make sure that for the rest of the night, we think about this as if the glass was half full, not half empty. There are opportunities for new systems. There are opportunities um, for your practice, for your team. And, and Matt, the important thing is, is that we always... Think big. Think about the big picture and, and be open to change because our new world uh, are, is going to be different. And, you know, I, I love when you think about change. I love a book by Spencer Johnson. It's a very quick and easy read. Most of you, I'm sure, have already, already read it. He wrote a book called Who Moved My Cheese? Now, if you're a mouse looking for cheese and somebody moves it, you know, they're always out there looking. And that's kind of what this is. It's not that the game has changed. We're still in dentistry, but maybe perhaps the rules have changed just a little bit. And so we have to tweak some things and modify some things. So I'm really excited about tonight's, tonight's call, Matt. Um, I hope uh, that, that people listening will get a whole lot out of this. Um, and, and so let's get started. Yeah. So, um, so I appreciate what you were saying about, you know, opportunities and, 
and uh, you know, changing some directions. Uh, sometimes they call it in business or talking in a pivot that you sort of pivot a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're still in dentistry and, and I'm anxious to hear how, how that uh, has been working for you. But let's start off with the, the, I think one thing that sort of weighs on all of us, we're, and, and you said that, you know, we're all, we're stuck in the mud and, and you, you kind of, it's almost like we're in the wind too. The wind is coming one direction and the next day it's coming another. And, and it's just, it's just this horrible mess and, and it's easy to get caught up in that. Um, and that's why I'm so excited to, to have you say, okay, there's, <laughs> there's something on the other side. You can get up out of that mud and you can start moving in, in a, a direction. And, and I'm sure that feels good, but let's talk about, um, before you even get started. Um, and I'm sure a lot of, uh, dentists are thinking about this is, you know, there's concerns, there's concerns about coming back. Um, there's concerns that we think maybe the patients might have, uh, there's concerns, uh, especially I think about what our team might have about coming back. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, basically what you've found those concerns to be and, and, and how you address those uh, as well. Well, that's, that's good stuff because when you, when you think about your team, you think about spending as much time with them as you might with your family. And so in, in a way, a lot of your team members are like family and, and some of them are going to express concerns. Some of them aren't. And, you know, uh, Dr. Gary M shared this with me and I've got to pass this on. Uh, he sent out an email or a text to his entire team. Now, now, first of all, Matt, I hope everybody listening during this, this, uh, uh, European COVID vacation that we've been stuck in, I hope everybody has been has been reaching out and talking to their team, talking to their team, reaching right. out to them, checking on them, make sure they're doing okay, uh, make sure their family's doing okay, showing an interest in them because on the backside of this is they have concerns and and you just can't show up one day and say, okay, let's go back to work. No, you, you've got to address these a certain way. So, so here's kind of pearl number one that worked out really, really good for me is I sent out a group text to all 30 of my employees and I asked them to please uh, email me privately uh, any concerns that they have about going back to work. And I said, please take a day or two to think through this. And the question number one, what concerns do you have for going back to work? That's really important because they've all been watching the news and they've all been watching and listening to all their friends and, and those people that are in dentistry or part of a organization, whether it's a doctor, hygienist, whatever, they've been talking to their buddies and, 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 and most of the time the glass is half empty, not half full. And so that's right. So question number one is what, what concerns do you have with going back to work? Now here's question number two, and this is just genius. Question number two is, what concerns does your family have for you to be safe? Because now you're asking them to ask their family. And now that, that spurs another conversation. Because if, if, the, if one of your assistants is scared to death and they're writing down their concerns and they look to their husband and says, Honey, what concerns do you have about me going back to work? And it's like, Nothing. Nothing. I've been working this whole time. I've been around people all along, you know, I mean, it's, it's okay out there, you know? And so, uh, we sent that out and what came back was a lot of great concerns. Now, Matt, I know you've been working on your practice. We took this time to repaint our office. We took this time to invest in some new technologies. I hope we have time to talk about that later. Um, we, we actually kind of rearranged and cleaned out our office. I, I, I bet we spent, uh, 150 hours, total man hours, if not more. Uh, we got new lockers for the team. We pulled everything out of the operatories. Of course, it already was because it was painted, but everything's a lot cleaner now. Right. And and so we're ready. Uh, and even how we bring our patients in, even how the plexiglass is seated, you know, you know we started working on PPE and N95 masks and all that stuff a long time ago. Well, um, what was interesting is a lot of great response came from my team members. And when they're asked to, to email or email the doctor, the owner doctor individually, 
Now it's not gossip, Matt. Now it's not everybody getting on the bandwagon and, uh, you know, running you down or getting on the bandwagon that the governor's opening too late or that the governor's open too, 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 uh, too early or, or that it's going to be sunny today and we're not supposed to work when it's sunny. I don't know what, but they, they get on a bandwagon. Right. And, and so that the responses we got, a lot of them said stuff like, you know, I know you're going to take care of us. I'm just ready to get back to work and I miss my team members so much. We had a lot of that because we have fun when we work. We talked about the culture uh, of our of our business, the culture of our practice, and we have fun. And um, and and so that that was something that I would highly recommend. Be proactive here and and don't don't go get in a little shell. Be proactive and send that send that out. And what do you need to be safe? And what does your family need to feel like you're be, being taken care of? So that was the first thing was reaching out to the teams. That makes sense. Right. And that second question was the genius question that you gave yourself credit for being a genius on that. Is I understood that right. Correct. Uh, no, I copy genius, Matt. Oh. I, I'm not the genius. Okay. All right. If it works, tell me and I'll go do it. Okay. If anybody listening to this has something that's better, tell me and I'll go do that. I want to, I want to get better. It's all about getting better. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, all of us, uh, Ben, I'm sure most people that listening to this have been at least seeing some emergency, emergency patients. We're doing minimal treatment. Um, my, my personal experience has been uh, that the pay from the patient side has been they, they have been uh, nothing except grateful. Um, and it's almost like they're they're just so sorry that you know, that, I, that they were bothering us that, that, you know, to come in for the broken tooth or that it was swollen or, or whatever. And, and it really, um, they just really appreciate us talking to them and taking the time to, you know, just do whatever palliative uh, treatment that we could do for them. And, and they were very grateful for it. And at least in my experience and in, in my associate doctor's experience, I, I don't think anybody came in, you know, kind of you know, not wanting to go through the front door. Now we get that normally when people are scared or whatever, but but nobody's nobody came in scared about that somehow they were going to get this virus at our office. And and I think the one thing that we enjoy in dentistry as a profession is that you know people think that it's a clean place to go. I mean, you're going in, you're opening your mouth, and you're letting people put you know who knows what in in their mouth. And and uh, they do we do it every day without even thinking about it. And uh, and I think patients just you know, they have this assumption that they're not going to get disease from us. So um, they're seeing all these other things like in stores and, and, you know, like the plexiglass and, and people wearing masks and, and uh, you know, the uh, uh, hand, hand wipes everywhere, or surface wipes everywhere. So obviously we have to do those things. And, and, I, and, our, and our office, like you said, you know, we're cleaning things out, we're painting, we're doing all these things. So it hasn't been, it's clean uh, as it's been since uh, we, we opened up ever. Um, and so I, I the, the big plus is now we're going to be practicing in a, in a cleaner environment. And I feel good about that. Not that it was terrible before, but it's certainly cleaner now. Um, but anyway, I was just curious now that you you start off with some patients um, a little bit or, or just if you're emergency patients, are you having the same experience or uh, was, are you experience, or experience some trepidation uh, coming back from the patients? Yeah. You know, I, I want everybody to hear this because my experience is exactly the same as yours. So many times today, today is day three for our practice. Uh, we were op- able to open Friday, May 1st. And um, man, I need to go over that, how we open. Don't let me forget. But but seriously, uh, patients that I saw two, three weeks ago or or today, I you know, I, I always start off by saying, you know, it's a crazy world we live in. Thank you so much for coming in, you know, and, and, and for, for, you know, it might've taken us a little bit longer than normal or, or, or I tell them we're, we're figuring out systems and, and we're all still learning here, but it is definitely crazy times uh, in our world. And, and we're so blessed that uh, we were not one of the hard hit areas and every patient says, oh no, I'm so thankful you came in. I'm so thankful you saw me. Thanks for getting me in. I really appreciate it. And so, you you know, Matt, I, I got to say when, when everybody's fat and sassy, you can get a little spoiled and, and it's easy to get a little spoiled. I, you know, you're at risk for that. I'm certainly at risk for that. But when something like this happens, this pandemic, and I keep joking about the COVID 
nonsense. It's not nonsense, but I don't mean it that way. It's, it's just kind of how maybe we're dealing with it. But, but this pandemic is very serious. And when that happens, it changes your base of thought. And when your base of thought is changed, and I believe this with our patients, when your base of thought is changed, then your state of mind changes. And now all of a sudden being five minutes late isn't a big deal. Now all of a sudden you realize I'm in pain and, oh, he's going to see me under these circumstances. What a great guy. So what you're saying um, and what you found to be true is the same thing for us as well. Um, we, we have called, now that before today, before today, uh, if we go back two weeks, my hygienist, when it showed up to the office um, and they did a hygiene telethon before we knew exactly when we were going to open up. And they called over 150 patients just to check in with them. They weren't scheduling them and they weren't going to schedule them because we didn't know if we'd open May 1st or May 15th or June 1st. Well, Matt, out of 150 people, only one of them said, you know what, uh, I don't want to come in till till June regardless but the rest, they were just doing courtesy calls, just checking on them. And right. then when we knew uh, that the time was coming and we started moving and shaking and making phone calls, we, we've called an additional 300 more people. And we've had less than 1% of the people that did not have confidence in society, in the virus or the lack of virus or in our office. They trust us. Right. I mean, and, and I like, there was an 86 year old lady and she's like, well, honey, I don't really want to get out yet. Hey, that's fine. That is fine. But we're, we're checking on you. And, yeah. and there was a couple others, but, but, you know, um, for the most part, people are ready to go. That's good. And, and so if it's okay, I, I just want to speak just a little bit about our training schedule. Uh, if that's okay, I, I call it a training week. It really wasn't, um, but it all starts with, with asking your team for their concerns, okay? And then, and then we got those concerns back, and, and my wife and I, we went through it, and we, we made a list of those concerns. And, and yes, we had already dealt with, with almost every one of them. We have some new concerns now with, with uh, simple stuff like Germex. How are you going to get Germex? Simple stuff. But those, you're always going to have concerns. The glass is half full. How do you approach them? How do you, how do you take care of them? And so we get, so you get, so you got your, uh, basically you got those concerns and then obviously you had to, uh, come up with some, some protocols, um, that you were going to do with your training, right? Okay. And, and now you're on it because step one for us, we met with our team leaders. Remember, we've talked about the stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four practice. See, I hadn't forgot about what we talked about, Matt. You may have forgot, but I didn't forget. And the difference Listen, you, you, you're the one that came up with this. So I hope you're paying attention because the difference between, yes, yes, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. You're the genius. I mean, you said so before, didn't you? No, 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 I'm no, I'm I'll copy it, Matt, pay attention. And so the difference, listen to me, the difference between the stage two and the stage three practice in one word, it would be delegation in, in maybe three words, I might say delegation and team leaders. Delegation and team leaders. And and so after we get these concerns from our team, I sat down and met with my team leaders for three hours and we hashed everything out. And I mean, we talked about protocols. We talked about concerns. We talked about how patients were going to come in. We talked about different guidelines and we talked about everything. And then we started delegating. And that's where protocols came in because my, my hygiene team leaders have been with me 18 to 20 years. And so... Um, we had some protocols, but we talked through everything and I gave that to them. And I said, come on, you got to help me with this. You got to help me create some protocols. And then I looked at my assistant team leaders and I said, okay, you got to do something as well. And I know both of these, there'll be a lot of similarities, but maybe not. And then we needed a protocol for walking in the building, a protocol for going to the bathroom, Matt. You don't think about that. How do you take off your hazmat suit? I mean, your PPE stuff and go to the bathroom. You know, how do you do it properly? What? They don't, those, they don't have one of those drop drawer things, you know, with the two buttons on the back. They have those, they have, uh, they have those in Illinois. Where, where do you live, Matt? <laughs> you, you live in Illinois. So, so you guys are okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't have those, but, but no, seriously, how do you go yeah. to the bathroom? How, how are we going to schedule lunches now? How early are we going to be? How do we get patients in the door? What's the signage outside look like? Uh, you know, um, our waiting room is shut down. And so all these are protocols. And I mean the protocols for everybody to walk in in the morning and get their temperature taken and, and, and to put their mask on and to have a morning meeting. Remember we talked about morning meetings as well. Yep, okay. Important. It's crucial. It's more important now than ever. Yeah. Uh, and then we talked about successful scheduling. Okay. That's crucial. These systems are crucial. These systems will help you get to the next level. I don't care if you're in the middle of a pandemic or not. You don't go away from the system, but you're open to it. You're open to modifying the system. And so we met with our team leaders. That's what, you know, I hope, I hope some of you have a, a couple people you can trust and you can delegate things to, you know, they've got your back. They know that the core values of the practice and your core values versus that of the team leaders that, that you know, that everything's the same. We all believe the same. We have the same vision then. And there's some help too. Um, I, I would say I'll put a plug in for the ADA. The, the ADA on their website has what they call a toolkit for reopening. And there's a nice outline there that talks about a lot of those those kinds of things, um, but I think uh, John's absolutely right about um, you know having that, but then discussing it a little bit because every practice is different and uh, how we're set up is, is a little different. Um, but I, I think that's uh, uh, this is a genius thing that you did, John. Um, by the way, is that you you had your team, your team leaders, um, go ahead and develop this, and now now they owned it going into day one, right? And boy, did they own it. I mean, they, they even went out and got more uh, Germex and then more spray bottles. And we'll talk about that later. Uh, some, I mean, there's ways you can mix up your and make your own Germex. Uh, and so we, we, we're, it looks like we're going to have to do that. Uh, we're, we're running through it so much. And, and, and little things you don't necessarily think about. But how do you go out to the car and get the patient and bring them in? And then... You know, we want their hand. We want to wipe their hands off right before they come into the office. They they might have just gotten through blowing their nose or something, and so we're going to disinfect them before we bring them into our office. And all right. those protocols. And I'm very serious. We have a protocol for going to the bathroom, a protocol for how to bring people in, a protocol how to how to take your stuff off for lunch, a protocol how to walk in in the mornings and put the stuff on. No, none of it is uh, is that hard, but. But that needs to be done. And so that's what we did. With the, We met with the team leaders and we delegated and we got all these protocols going. Excellent. Then the next step was to have a, a, a total office meeting. Okay, remember my team gave me these concerns and they hadn't heard anything back from me yet. And so now we have our, 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 our big, big meeting. We had it at a church. Uh, at our church, we did it in the gym of the church where everybody could spread out and practice social distancing. And we, we talked about everything and we kind of had our top 10 list of concerns. And uh, as people emailed me their concerns, I would email them back. Thank you so much for your concerns. We are on it. I really appreciate it. And that's all I said. I didn't get into anything with them. I right. saved that for the, for the, for the uh, weekly meeting. Uh, and, and it was a week ago today. It was on Monday. And then they had four days to wrap their mind around opening. Now, please hear me on this. When more than one mind gets together and starts thinking about the same thing, then you can have traction. Because I'm only as good as the people that I'm surrounded by. And so we had our meeting on a Monday. We talked about these concerns. We talked about the past, the present, and the future. The past was what dentistry was like beforehand. The present was what's our life like now and what changes have we done to the office. And the future is the protocols. How we see these patients. How are we going to talk to our patients? The opportunities that we have. Are our patients going to trust us? And then... That was about a three-hour meeting, and we went through all the protocols, Matt. Then after that, 
here's what we did. And this was very crucial. I told everybody, I said, okay, we're going back to the office. And we had our office ready. It was cleaned. It was set up. I mean, we got a new water machine. We got new lockers. We got everything painted. We got new light fixtures. We got new uh, decorations. All the waiting room furniture is brand new, might I say. I'll probably never use it again for a while, but it's brand new, <laughs> right? Nice. It looks nice. It looks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to take pictures and put it on, on the website. We'll never use it, but it you know, ought to be on there. I was thinking about like in the old days when you used to put that plastic over the furniture, you know, <laughs> and you, and you, you'd have it in your living room and you still wouldn't, you, grandma still wouldn't let you sit on it. It was just to kind of look at, you know? Yeah. I love it. Maybe we should do something like that. That was so dumb. Just so <laughs> dumb. My grandmother had that. I, I always thought I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, now I got a bunch of it in my waiting room. It's pretty dumb. Uh, so, so anyway, we, we've got it all looking really sharp, really nice. A lot of changes Right. And I tell my team, I said, okay, here's the rules. We're going to leave here. You guys are going to go around. You're going to park at this, in, in this area of our parking lot. And you're going to wait in your cars. And then I'm going to come get five of you. And I'm going to give you a tour. And I'm going to give you a tour like you're a patient. And I walk them through the entire office coming in the back door. Walking in, hand sanitizing them right then. Talking to them about the different things that we've done giving them a tour of the office, telling them, please do not touch anything. We're taking this very, very uh, serious. Uh, we take your safety very serious. And then I walked around and showed them uh, what all we've done to make arrangements, almost like it was the first time they'd ever been in our practice. My team was blown away absolutely blown away. Now I couldn't have done this by myself. My team leaders helped me. I had an assistant, her husband, um, who's kind of a handyman uh, and I mean, he could do anything and they helped us out so much. Uh, some of our new technologies that we've gotten, uh, uh, I, I want to make sure we talk about those. I, I, I went over all that in detail mm -hmm. and, and my team was, was really blown away and, uh, the break room looks different. The waiting room looks different. And, and so they left there feeling really good and they left there, hopefully the same way our existing patients will leave. They'll be like, wow, can you believe what they're doing? Wow. 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 That's what we're looking for. Okay. Now, excuse me. After that, uh, the meeting was over. And what we did is my son, uh, I grabbed two team leaders and I said, I'm, I want you to go ahead and get fully gowned up. And I'm going to encourage everybody to do this. And Matt, I, I, this was, it's, it's really outside the box thinking that I would not have done. My son, Preston, uh, we shot this video and uh, I'm in my truck and I'm two blocks down parked on the side of the road. And let me set this up for you, Matt. We're, we're shooting this video and we parked the truck just right so that my son is videotaping me and behind me, you can see my dental office. And so I, I turn to the camera and I start talking about the changes that we made and how it's going to be different, and how when, when you pull up, you're going to see signs, and how you're going to wait in your car, and how we're going to take your temperature, and how we're going to bring you into the office. And I told, and, and this was a, a long video. It was about three minutes, three to four minutes. And so I said, okay, I'm going to get my car, and here we go, and we drive down, and we, we're, I'm talking to my patients, and we pull in and park, and immediately out comes Casey, and she takes my temperature and hands me the paperwork, and and then the next scene, I'm walking into the office and then I'm in the office and my son edited everything and it it was not professionally done. I don't mean that. It was done good enough. He did a great job. It didn't look like it was some professional production and I think that was good. Yeah. And once I went and seated, sit down in the chair, Preston stopped it. And then the next scene, I'm sitting in the chair. Uh, it just switches. And the next take, I'm in the chair and my, my hygienist and my new patient coordinator standing behind me in their full gear. So now I'm the patient talking to the doctor about everything that we've done. Yeah. And when I first saw it, my two employees were in their hazmat suits, full stuff. You couldn't even recognize them. <laughs> and when I first saw it, I started laughing and I thought there, there is no empathy here. This is the worst thing ever. I don't know that I want to use this Matt because this is going to scare all of our patients. Mm -hmm. And I, and Angie watched it and she's like, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. 
this is absolutely terrible. And my son, who's 23, he says something to me. He says, no, this is our new reality. Because Angie and I were thinking about not doing this. I'm going to tell you, we were thinking about not not shooting, not not sending, sending it out there. And Preston said, no, this is the new reality. And I said, okay, send it out. Just like that, send it out. He put it out on Facebook within uh, the next day. Um, we had 167 likes, and that's a lot in Oklahoma. I don't know how many people have watched it now, but a lot of people have commented on it. Right. It's kind of scary, but you know what? People have been seeing seeing all this PPE stuff yeah. for for months and months now, yeah, all over the news. We're all we're all walking around greeting each other with masks on. Here, it's it's the new normal, into, isn't it? Someone will walk into a store with a mask on. You'd be going, uh, I better get out of here because someone's going. This place going to be held up. <laughs> and so now, now you're thinking, thank you, thank you yeah. for doing that. Yeah. Awesome. Walking in without it on, you're like, hey, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so now you're thinking about. Uh, we've got the video. We've had our our meeting. Uh, at the meeting, I put on the PPE and made a big joke about it. You know, I I I, I put it on and and tried to talk to everybody and and got a good laugh out of it. It was and 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 let them know that we're going to do training. And so that that meeting was last Monday. And so I want to make sure everybody understands what I'm about to say. This isn't the only way. This is a way. You need to figure out what's best for you. What we chose to do is we had a bunch of crowns that had been in the mouth, temporary crowns for possibly 6, 8, 10, 12 weeks. We, you and I have been talking about this. I've had lots of denture stuff to do. And right. so we had a PPE training weekend. Now, what does that mean? We Let's say we have about 30 employees. We split our employees into two shifts. So on Friday, May 1st, we had a training day. And on that training day, we did see some patients. That was not our purpose. Our purpose was to help our patients out. I've been seeing patients all along. If they have a toothache or or if they have a crown that comes off, well, we got to get them out of these temporaries. So this was a PP, PPE training day. And so it is not how we normally work at all. This is all about training. So shift number one worked six hours. Shift number two worked six hours. We went through all the protocols and we delivered crowns. We delivered dentures. We did relines. And so, so they got to do it on Friday. The office was open seven to seven. And then we got to do it on Saturday. The office was open seven to seven. So the first group worked six hours. Well, guess what? It was nervous. They were nervous. They were scared. They were uneasy. It's a, but you know, within an hour, hour and a half, we found our groove and like, wait a minute. Yeah, we got some extra layers on, but we're doing what we know how to do. And right. man, it was a relief. Right. But the better thing was, was day two. Because it's Groundhog Day all over again. You got to show up, put on your PPE stuff. And right. you know, Bill Murray, Groundhog Day, is same right. thing over. Well, well, by having two days, we delivered a lot of crowns. I think we saw 95 patients. But wait a minute. How did we do? You hear about soft starts and all that stuff. It was a very much a soft start because we didn't do any operative dentistry. We didn't right. do any fillings, any root canals. We did easy stuff. We staggered the appointments like every 30 minutes with three doctors. We did no hygiene uh, and we did some ortho as well. And so day one, day two was training days. And then today was live baby live. We went live today. Uh, I did a bunch of uh, surgery cases, some patients that have been in pain for a long time. We we did a bunch of dental implants. We did a bunch of crowns. We did some fillings. So we had a great day today, and we were cautious of our schedule. So, so that's so, how we did it. So, what do you what do you mean you were cautious of your schedule? Sit, sit, today, so the training days, we we're cautious of our schedule. However, today is a real day for us. However, how are you going to, Matt, how are you going to leave the room in the middle of a surgery case and go check hygiene? How are you going to leave the room and go do a complete exam or, or go deliver some crowns? And so uh, we could never not go do hygiene exams. I mean, I guess you could, but we don't, you know, if, if the patient needs something or, you know, if, if we take x-rays, we do the exam. And so that's something that had to be done. We didn't have any dentures to do any, cause we did that the day that, you know, the Friday and Saturday, we didn't have any crowns to deliver. We'd gotten most of those cleaned out. So we cleaned our day up. And by doing that, 
we had a highly productive day, but you ever had those days where you run around like a chicken with its head cut off and you, you worked like a ton and you didn't produce anything? Well, almost almost all my beginning years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I mean, you just described the level, level one doctor, the level one practice. That's the stage one practice. It's okay. Well, we are in control of our schedule. And so we stayed away and we kept it simple. And, And let me say it another way. I saw three big surgery cases today. Normally I'll do one or two tomorrow. I'm doing three more. And so when we did these big surgery cases, we didn't put much next to them. Hardly any. I know I've got to see hygiene, but I'm not stepping out of the room near as much. Now, will it be the same two weeks from now? I hope it's not the same. I hope we're smarter. I hope we're faster. I hope we're more efficient. I hope we're better. I hope we're, uh, we're wiser. And, uh, I hope the patient's treatment is, is better. One thing for us is keeping the office cool enough. One thing for us is Germex. We're running through it like crazy. Okay. And, um, that's how we did it. And let me go back to the passion. We talked in the beginning about being stuck in the mud. We talked in the beginning about no traction. Today was a beautiful day. This is what uh, I'm why I'm so blessed to be a dentist. It was just fun. You know, for six, seven weeks, we'd been worried about when this day was coming. And for all of you listening, the day's coming. Get ready for it and embrace it. Use this opportunity to get ready or to make changes. Uh, I've got some friends that made some serious changes and there were some people they didn't invite back to the practice. Did I lose employees over this? I lost one. I thought I might lose two or three because you just never know. And I, you never know. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I've got great employees and the one that didn't stay, she had concerns with her, with her family and her kids. And that's okay. I'm not upset about that at all. Uh, It just is what it is. Move on, you know, let me do two reviews. I'm going to go back. So, so just, just so everybody's getting this. So you're very smart in how you, how you started up, you started up, you basically, uh, basically went through all the motions and, and you, and you had your, your own patients to, to be the sort of the practice patients, but you weren't really doing big procedures. You were doing the cementations, the, the denture stuff. So that's awesome. Then, then, then from there, um, you, you basically moved on to, bigger, longer procedures, ones where you're not jumping in and out of the room. So the same thing is that there's not a stress on your your system and, and you're a little better now and you've got things going on. So now you're doing the bigger procedures. Um, you know, I just think that's brilliant. And 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 now now you can shorten up some appointments, do some other things because you have a, a comfort there. And I think that the other thing that you were kind of hitting on and, uh, and you really didn't say it this way, but you, you're back in the game. Um, yes. Like, you, you know, you, you've been riding the pine uh, for how many weeks, right? And your That's team. Right. I mean, the, the, I think the thing that, because um, there's a lot of negativity out there um, on Facebook and things like that from uh, team members, uh, a lot of it's from hygiene. And I know any dentist that's listening to this has, has heard that kind of stuff. And, and it's a lot of fear. And, uh, you know, when fear starts taking control, it, it's, it's a problem. But a lot of times, you know, you, you kind of back away from something. It's kind of like, it's kind of like exercise, right? You, you'd say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that exercise today. I just, you know, and, and then, and then you, you start doing it and it's like, wow, this is pretty good. Why did it, why did it take me all this, you know, gumption to get up to, to, to do this exercise? And I think this is the same way too. You, you know, I think humans in, in a lot of ways where we, we, we go to the, you know, the, the, the least, the path of least resistance. And I think that's one of those cases. I mean, we've, uh, in my office, we've been off seven weeks now. Uh, and, and, and you just sort of get into this mode and then it's all uncertainty on the dentist part. But I, I think, uh, and, and, and you, you've told me this once, and I've heard this from other doctors too, is like, now they're back in the game. I mean, this is what we mm-hmm. did. Our team members, especially the caliber that are your practice, I and mean, these people aren't going to to work uh, for Dr. John Phillips because of a paycheck. Um, I mean, they are, but they're there because it's their profession. It's what they've chosen to do. It's how they help people. That's how they express themselves. And I think that once they've, they've jumped into the game now, and, and you did it slow. You went in the shallow end. And, and now you guys are, are, are really already swim, swimming in the deep end on, after day three. So I, I think that's awesome. And I want everybody to really catch that. Absolutely. Thank you. And, you know, it was the shallow end, but it was busy. 
we saw, I mean, we jumped in the shallow end when we saw 95 patients in two yep. days. Impressive. And, but, but the dentistry was the easy stuff. I just, it was very, very easy. It was non-stressful. You can do it in your sleep. And that was important because everything else was stressful. How we're going to move people through the office? How are we going to get them out of their cars? How long is it going to take to get them out of a cars? How long does it take to turn a room around? All these things you, you can talk about till you're stinking blue in the face. You just eventually have got to go do it. Right. It's a change. Quit talking about it and just go do it and figure it out. And, and right. that happened. And day one in the beginning was stressful for shift for the first shift and the second shift. Day two was not stressful at all. Day one, we worked seven to seven and we didn't leave till seven thirty, seven forty. And I'm high fiving everybody and thanking them. And, and, and day two, um, I think they were leaving at six thirty. We we're supposed to be done at seven. Well, we got done early mm-hmm. and I'm high fiving everybody and thinking, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm air fiving them because I'm not allowed to touch them. <laughs> right. The social distancing stuff. And so, and, and so it was good. It was good. But you know, some of the stuff my hygienist wanted to do was good, but not realistic. It was well thought out, but it just wasn't realistic. And so there were some things we abandoned. And, and right. it doesn't matter what they were. What matters is, is that we had a plan. And you know, sometimes, Matt, when it's your idea, you're going to die by that idea. And if that's the way your practice is, you got a problem. The culture needs to be, the culture needs to be, hey, I'm open to it. It's a fluid situation. Let's jump in. And let's make changes. And yeah, let's, <clears throat> let, let's try it out. And, and, and the bottom line is you get good at what you do, right? So, uh, you know, you know, think back to, to staying with dentistry. You know, when you've picked up your first little uh, Dentec Ivorine tooth and, and, <laughs> and you touched a high speed to it and it, it went like, like a hot knife through butter. And you're like, whoa, what the, what the hell is that? You know, so, right. uh, so you, just, you know, and then, and then you learn how to control that and, and you try these different things and, and they're teaching you things, but, you know, because we're all smart in college, we were like, well, I, you know, I can figure this out. And, and, and most of the time, you know, you weren't right. You, you thought it would do it a certain way and you just have to uh, figure out what that protocol is. And, and, and this is all new. I mean, this is all new for everybody. So, uh, and again, I really appreciate you taking the time to go over your experience here because, um, you know, uh, myself and any dentist who hasn't started yet, this is, you know, we're, we're cheating a little bit. We're, we're getting a sneak peek about what it was. You, you just kind of ventured out into the darkness uh, on your own, but uh, you were as prepared as you could absolutely be. And I, I think everybody, uh, <clears throat> everybody listening to this has to go through these same steps. Um, and I, I hope at the very least at the end of this, that everybody feels a little better about uh, what their experience is going to be. Uh, I mean, I was really excited when uh, talking to you uh, the other evening and talking to some other dentists about what their experience was. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, we have to do this other stuff and it's all new, but we got to get through it and get to what it is that we're really doing, which is helping people, uh, helping people to get better. And uh, and we happen to do it through through dentistry, among, among other things. So, so absolutely. Awesome. So 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 that so so here we are the evening um, of of really my first day back. And I'm not worn out. Um, a couple times I was sweating profusely because of all the stuff that I had on. Yeah. Uh, but we're all in this together. Uh, some. Let, let me just say some of the uh, talk about some of the things we've. Maybe maybe some of the changes we've made along the way. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, some of the maybe technologies or. Well, that okay. Technology is one of them. Okay. Uh, you had mentioned hygienists, and so. Yeah. So I want to speak on that for just a second. My hygienists were very concerned in the beginning, but when they started playing the role, uh, taking taking the bull by the horns with the protocols and stuff, that helped them mm-hmm. and that helped me. And so I'm very thankful. I have great, great hygienists. Uh, their protocols they made were just, well, the protocols for my office didn't just come from hygiene, but hygiene led the way. And I'm so thankful for that. Number two, we run we have a system for hygiene. Okay. And so, um, the strategy is a better term as a level three or level four practice. You need to have lots of strategies, a morning meeting strategy, a same day service strategy, a team leader strategy, and our hygiene strategy. There's lots of other ones too. We could talk all night about that. In my office, I have hygiene assistants that take x-rays. They do whitening procedures. They see toothaches. They assist with sedation patients. They get the sedation patients back. They're in, a, in essence their own little profit 
a sinner, believe it or not. Well, during this time, while we're learning, at least for the first week or two, uh, today we had four hygienists going full-time. Remember, we're behind. It's been seven weeks, Matt. We are behind. And so so our hours, we're going to work Monday through Friday full-time. And then we're going to work Saturday 7 to 3 because we are behind and we've got to help our patients. How long are we going to do that? I don't know. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks. I don't know. I'm committed to my patients and I'm committed to helping them. So back to the assistants. My hygiene assistants, we have three hygiene assistants that do a lot of things. Now, during this scheduling through the startup um, of your COVID-19 practice, each hygienist has one assistant and their own, that one assistant stays with them the entire time. We discussed this. Now, I know not every office can do this. I know it may not be that profitable. Right now, you got to remember, when we did our training days, we ran no hygiene at all. Now, that hygiene is running, they need help too. So they have assistance. Perhaps you're not in that situation, but perhaps when the hygienist uses the Cavitron, then they have that hygienist has an assistant helping them out. So that is another strategy. But remember, you're going to move slower in the beginning with all this stuff on. How to get the patients in and out. So, So I guarantee a week from now, or two days from now, it's going to be a little different in our practice. I, If we talked about numbers and you talked about profits, uh, profitability and hygiene, we are very profitability in the way we do it. I'm just clarifying this because my hygienists do not have a full-time assistant at their beck and call every single day. They're doing that plus a whole lot more. They're not in there all the time. But during this startup, they are. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're just basically giving a hand up and and uh, to to move forward. Okay, so so that's one strategy. Here's another strategy that really really surprised me because we talked about our patients, we talked about our patients being thankful and our patients being uh, appreciative. We've had some nice reviews written about you know, you know I was worried about the video and my employees in the video are in, are in the PPE PPE hazmat looking suits. And they're all stop you there for a second. So tell me what you tell me what hazmat suit. What, what's your definition? Because I know what I'm thinking. And I don't think that's what you're doing. So. I'm just joking. It's a PPE with a full. They got a. They got a. Uh, they they've got a N95 mask on. Then they've yep. got a mask over that to keep it from getting soiled. Then right. they've got glasses on. Then they've yep. got a, a shield over that. Right. And they've got their head net on. Then yep. they've got their gown on and they've right. got a couple, they got at least one set of gloves on and you can't tell who they are in the video. Right. They just look like people out of a lab or something. It's so right. impersonal. Okay. And so that's what I'm, that, you know, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And, okay. and we're not knowing how all this is going to work, but yet when the patient comes in, they're so thankful that we're doing all that. Right. Okay. They're so thankful and I can't tell you, hey, you know, how many people have told me, I've been inside, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm so glad you called. I knew I could come here. I knew I would be safe here. That's trust and that's powerful. And so a lot of, and, and this is something, um, a lot of patients are ready to do more dentistry. And I ask them a question. Remember, the key is, is in the question. Always ask questions. And the question might be something like, Matt, now that we've delivered those crowns on the lower left, you have this other dentistry that needs to be done. Our lab is about to get busy as all these offices across America start getting going. Right now, um, you're one of my first patients to be seen. Right now, if you would like to get scheduled, I know we can get you in sooner and I know the lab can get this out. But there's going to be another rush and, and there's going to be another uh, roadblock or, 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 you know, kind of a, kind of a break or, or a break in the chain of systems. And it's probably going to be our labs. Would you like to go ahead and get going on this? Every patient's like, yeah, let's go. I'm ready. 
Right. You're using, you're using scarcity for, to, to sell the case. And, and that might sound manipulative, but, um, but it's, you, you're speaking the truth. I mean, that is what's going to happen to the labs. They're just, have, all you, have you not, have you not talked to your labs? Yeah. I mean, think about it. They've been sitting around doing nothing. They're caught up. Yeah. I've already negotiated with my labs. I want a quicker turnaround time. Sure. In the beginning, it should be easy. Yeah. That's and right. And if they do that, then you can ask them for more. But guess yeah. what? We've already, we've already delivered 80% of our crowns. Right. So those delivery dates that should have happened a long time ago, and now there's a log jam there, those delivery dates are done. That was our strategy. Yeah. That was our training day strategy was to clean up the future. So guess what? Um, all those deliveries are done. The future schedule is a little more open because of it. And I've already negotiated with my lab. If I prep a crown, I want it back faster than ever. How fast can you do it? Because here they come, get ready. Yep. And so my lab's all over it. So I, I'm telling the patient the truth. Everybody's been waiting to get dentistry done. It's about to get, it is about to get busy. And so from the standpoint of presenting dentistry, um, a lot of patients have said, yeah, I'm ready. I mean, this has been bothering me for a while. I want to do it now. And so that's, that's an exciting, exciting thing as well. Uh, the other thing I keep bringing up is Germex stations. Uh, I want to speak on that for just a minute. Uh, we, we have a Germex station uh, uh, on the back of every operatory. So when you're walking down the hall, there's Germex. Our gloves are back there. Nothing's in the operatories anymore. They're bare and clean and crisp and safe. And it's all about safety. And you tell your, your patients it's all about safety. If the patient has to go from the operatory up to the front, then the assistant is taking them to a certain point and the assistant stops and he looks at the patient and says, I want to, I want to germ your hands again. And then the patient hands them a homemade mask made by one of our employees' parents. And so they put on a homemade mask right then and they walk on up to the front. They get their stuff done, the financial arrangements or their scheduling. Most of it's done in the back, but it all can't be. That's realistic. And then when they're ready to leave, they go back out the back door. Somebody's waiting on them to move them through the office. And they take that mask off and put it in the dirty bin. And so we're not wasting our precious masks. They're wearing a homemade mask that is washed every day. And so there's Germex stations everywhere. There's masks for our patients as well. That is something that I felt like I should, I should share with you guys. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. One, one other thing while this is rapid fire, one other thing, um, the first two days we worked, we saw 95 people. We had one person with 101 degree fever, one person and my whole team freaked out over it. And I'm like, great, I'm so glad that this happened. This is so awesome. Because now they took the temperature out in the car and they come in and they're scared about it. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I'm like, no big deal. Send them to their doctor. Yeah. Yeah, but the patient's going to be mad. I don't care. The ADA and the CDC say these are the game, these are the rules we have to play. Not Dr. Phillips, not 29th Street. Matt Vandermolen didn't make this up. He's the sorry dude. No, this is these are the guidelines that we have to play. And you remember now, the thought process has changed because of this pandemic. Was the patient mad? No. The patient was thankful. They went to the doctor. They had a urinary tract infection. They called that evening. We got them back the next day, and everybody was great. I'm so glad that happened. That could have been a crisis. Instead, it turned into a training opportunity. The glass Perfect. is half full, Matt. It is so half full here. Okay. Uh, as far as technologies, we keep talking about this. I know a lot of doctors, uh, friends of ours, uh, we're, they're talking about external vacuums. We've talked about rubber dams, isolite. We've talked about even putting on a rubber dam to take a tooth out if you feel like you need to do that. We've talked about air conditioning units, putting HEPA filters or some type of charcoal filter with UV lights in that. That's been good. I personally, as well as you, we've ordered air purification systems, hospital-grade air purification systems. Have you gotten yours yet, Matt? No, it's going to be a while, I think. See, so. I think it is too. And so that's okay. Uh, I, I chose to, uh, I know a lot of guys are doing UV as well. And I know UV works. It's UVA or UVB, whatever that is. Uh, UVC, I don't, uh, but what is it? UVC is what you're UVC, using. thank you. And and then and then a whole bunch of, of us have in, invested in, in a technology called ozone. Right. Um, 
Before we talk about all these technologies, I want to I want to mention one thing. I had a conversation with my accountant. And Matt, listen to what my accountant says. He says to me, so you, you got ozone, yes. And you got these air purification stuff, yes. And he said, what's this mister? I said, well, I ordered something called e-mist, Matt. That's a technology that electrifies the air and it and it we're going to mist everything with ozone. <clears throat> and, and we've got our PP and we've got all this stuff. And finally, my accountant looks at me, very, very smart man. And he says, okay, why? I'm like, what do you mean? He said, why? And I, I said, what do you mean? He said, why are you doing this? I said, well, because dentistry is dangerous. He said, I know dentistry is dangerous. What are you telling the patient? It's like he said, dummy, I'm the accountant and I'm telling the dentist why. Yeah. And I said, I said, oh man, that's a good one. You know, I, that's a million dollar idea. We're talking about new technologies, Matt. Why are we doing this? It's a dirty word. What's the dirty word in dentistry? Tell me. Aerosol right now. Aerosol. Aerosol, aerosol, aerosol. And I caught myself today talking about ozone and how ozone kills all this stuff. And I looked at my assistant and I smiled. I looked back at the patient and I said, now, do you know why we do that? See, I did it backwards again. The truth is, is that we should all be talking about the dangers of aerosol. We shouldn't be shying away from it because when you go to Walmart, you wear a mask, you know, but now you're in your office and a mask isn't enough. You have to have your PPE hazmat suit on. And we talked about that. Okay. Now that you're doing that, why are you doing that? Well, Mrs. Jones, in dentistry, we have to worry because of how dirty our mouths are, when we get in there and work on you, we produce what's called an aerosol. And if you can think of the old hairsprays like Aquanet, that produced an aerosol. Now, are you still using Aquanet, Mrs. Jones? And she laughs and no, she's not using Aquanet hairspray anymore. And we just joke about it, but she knows what I'm talking about, right? And oh, then- oh, John, I still use Aquanet. That's great, Matt. You're from Illinois. I, I mean, it's Is fine. That an That's an old thing. <laughs> Listen, to all those people listening to our podcast tonight, I don't have to put up this from this, this from Matt Vandermolen, but it's all good. And so we have this aerosol, whether it's Aquanet or whether it's from a high speed handpiece. And I pull up the high speed and I show Mrs. Jones the high speed. And when this thing gets going at 480,000 uh, revolutions per minute, it's blowing stuff everywhere. Now, it's not just me saying this. It's my employees, too. And when you get your teeth cleaned with that thing that vibrates, a micro-ultrasonic called a Cavitron, it's blowing stuff everywhere. Well, guess what? That's our concern. That's why we're doing all this. Not just to protect me and my employees, but to protect you as well. See, we're wearing this stuff for you and we're wearing it for us because it's a double-edged sword. This stuff, these are, these are nasty, nasty bugs. And we don't have a, uh, we don't have a vaccine for this virus yet. And so therefore we've made lots of improvements in our office. Let me tell you about ozone. You're going to rinse with ozone. It's therapeutic. We're going to spray everything down with ozone because at one part per million, it kills everything. And oh, by the way, Guess what? We're running through our hand pieces in our Cavitron now. Yeah. Ozone. Not distilled water anymore. It's ozone. <clears throat> and so the science is there behind it. Matt, I got to tell you this story. I got shocked today. I had a lady comes in and she's probably 68, 70 years old. Everybody's grandma, you know, and picture everybody's grandma. And I'm telling her all about this. And I don't spend earlier, earlier a month ago, we talked about the three minute rule. I don't spend three minutes talking about the technologies. It's, this is a one minute conversation. Okay. Right. And so, and so I'm, I'm talking to her about all this and what we do for safety and, and the dangers of the aerosol. And she, when I got done, I looked at her and, and, she, and just like everybody's grandma, she, she said, Sonny, can I tell you something? I said, yeah. She said, I've had a bakery for 20, 27 years. And she said, you know, for the past year and a half, I've been treating my entire bakery with ozone. I huh. said, you're kidding me. And she said, no. She said, she said, we treat our bakery with ozone. When we walk out the door at the end of the day, we turn on our ozone. And I read it kills that virus. I said, you're exactly right. It does. It kills that virus. And she said, well, 
We've been using it for years. You know, Matt, they use this in Whole Foods, treats their produce and their vegetables with it. Um, uh, 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 it's used a lot in the food industry. And I, I think the, um, the tricky part about in dentistry is that it's, there, there's, you have, there's a protocol that you have to follow for that too. And it's, you know, you have to follow it by the letter. Kind of like when you're bonding composite in, you can't skip steps. Uh, with, with, with ozonated water, you have to follow a protocol and you have to pay attention to that. Um, and it's got that window of time when, when it does kill things. Um, but if, you, if you're not doing it right, then, then it just becomes water. And so, um, you know, I, it's, it's very expensive to put in. Um, it's kind of tricky. You got to involve, uh, you know, plumbers and kind of experts on, on water clarity and everything. Um, but the, the end result is you got something that's not only really super clean water, but it's a lethal to any bug, but totally safe for humans. I mean, I just can't get any better than that. And any person that's sort of a green person out there, um, you should be jumping up for joy, um, at, at this type of thing. There's no harsh chemicals, nothing. There's no residuals that are going to be a problem for you. It's only a problem for the bugs. And that's, that's a perfect world right there. Well, and, and so when you're, when you're talking about that, you, 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 you talk about everything, you know, this is, uh, so many things that we're doing our practice for, for our patient's safety because of the aerosol. And, and, you know, Patients are responding. I'm, I'm really excited. I think we can get caught up quickly, Matt. And I think that uh, from a big picture standpoint, I just, I, I, I think so many times we get in a situation where maybe we go to our dental society meetings or our local club meetings, whatever, and you hear all this negativity Right. Just like you mentioned earlier with the hygiene, there's so much negativity out there. Please do not listen to it. Look at your vision for your practice. Look at your goals. Look at your mission, your purpose. Why do you exist? You know, I am so passionate about dentistry. Today at times was a little hot, a little stuffy, and a little different, but man, it was fun. You know, and to see your team members getting it and figuring it out and, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's opportunities here, Matt, there are opportunities and there, there's going to be a chance for you to really grow your practice. There's going to be a chance for you to really get better as a team. There's going to be a chance for you to find your leaders, developing the leaders within your business right now is that opportunity. And you have some people right now that you're wanting to lean on. See, it always goes back to your vision and your goals and looking at the forest and not the trees. I think you told me this one time, you always want to back up and look yep. at it from 30,000 feet. Right. Look at the Quit, whole, look at, look at, look yeah. down, down the road. And, and, uh, you know, I think of this, um, it, it's been really unnerving because coming to a dead stop in the middle of the road, uh, isn't so great. I mean, we're all used to going to speed bumps, but, but now that you're in, you, you, you navigated those speed bumps and now you're seeing open road. Um, and, uh, and, and that's, what's so good because we talked in the previous podcast about what's, what's, you know, real important is that when you're in your morning huddles that you have a goal and you're setting goals. And, and I think a lot of dentists have sort of thought, Oh, we're just going to be buried in this mire of, you know, just all this extra work. And we're just, you know, it's just going to be surviving. And, and that's like the worst thing you want to be thinking about is how do I survive? It's okay to survive here in the beginning. And, and, and really, I, I like it that you don't really about surviving you were just thinking about we need to train we need to figure this out that's and right get, and 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 get back up on our feet and then move forward because it's not going to be fun if if you're, you're not setting goals and you're not being profitable it's going to be horrible and and i i think a lot of businesses not just dentistry are being faced with a lot of things where they're being told okay you can be open but you know, there, there's a lot of limitations being being put on them and as a result um you know, you as the business owner are going to turn around and look, well, okay, we're doing business, but I, I'm not profitable. And if you're not profitable, then you're no longer a business. And I, I think with, with dentistry is that, again, we've been throwing a lot of stuff here, but, um, you, you know, you and a, a lot of group of people that, that, that we've been working, we've been working through this for the last seven weeks. We haven't just been sitting around saying, woe is me. We've been figuring out stuff and learning a lot of things and some things, a lot of things that we didn't even use, but we learned a lot about, what our options were and, and, uh, and, and seeing through to the future. And, uh, you've done a great job getting started off and I, and I really appreciate 
appreciate you and appreciate you uh, sharing all this. And um, like I said at the beginning of this, is if nothing else, um, if if you hear all this, and at least I think you should feel that you know once you get back in the game, um, things are gonna things are gonna turn around for you. And uh, yeah, and and you're right. And I want to say one thing because I know we've run over just a little bit. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I would highly encourage you to to lean on your team during this time. Even encourage them, maybe, just maybe, ask them to listen to this podcast and then let's do a meeting about it. So that's being proactive. Have them listen to this podcast and then have them write down uh, their top five pearls that they took away from the podcast and then meet with them and discuss it. Encourage them to be engaged. Get them to think about it because they're, you know, until I had meetings with my team, I had that meeting on, <clears throat> excuse me, on a Monday and opened on a Friday. Well, for three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they were thinking about dentistry again. They hadn't right. done that before. And so I would challenge every one of you to have your, have your team start listening to these podcasts, have them listen to this COVID-19 startup podcast. And if I can help you any way, uh, you know, Dr. Feck at Sunrise Dental Solutions, it's all about helping people. Matt, that's why you do this. You want to help people. That's why I do this because we're, you know, I've learned so much. Uh, and, and so I've learned so much from Matt. I, Matt, I would, I, even though you rag on me a little bit during these, that's okay. I, I, I've really, really enjoyed doing them. I, I hope you, you keep me on for a while. I want to help as many people as I can. And that's kind of the Sunrise Dental Solutions motto. And I would just want to thank you and Dr. Feck for, uh, for getting this podcast series going. But please have your team listen to these. This is good stuff. All right. Well, thanks again, John. Really appreciate it. And until next time, uh, thank you very much, everybody. And uh, be safe out there, but uh, be strong and and know that you have a, a bright future. Thanks again. Thank you. You've been listening to the Dental Master Series, a periodic podcast on timely and stimulating topics for the success driven dentist. You can find more Dental Master Series podcasts at sunrisedentalsolutions.com or by searching for the Dental Master Series on your favorite podcast app. The Dental Master Series was created by Sunrise Dental Solutions, an exclusive community of highly successful practicing dentists who have succeeded through different paths, working as a group to meet the collective needs of their clientele. To learn more about how Sunrise Dental Solutions can optimize your practice and assist you in defining and achieving your vision, call 1-800-750-0737 or visit sunrisedentalsolutions.com.